2: Hey, friendos, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going in Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Of course, tape live to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Quick reminder it's holiday week. And so that's why I'm wearing this asinine hat uh, to get into the festivities. And I got my little thing right there. Look, I still have the cookie. In the trees. It's good. Well, it's still the Christmas, so holiday it should be there party. as long as the trees up. So speaking of the the holiday party that we had yesterday, by the oh, way, great thanks fun. to everybody for showing up. Uh Kayla Alex from the Church of Friendos, of course, the Enforcer was there. It was a blast. We did it right here at the Twitch. And uh yeah, there was a bunch we, we did watch along stuff. So yes. that portion of it we can't upload. However, over at our new odds and ends channel, Friendo Club TV. We uh, uh later on today, I will be posting the uh, the content from the holiday party that doesn't include any of the fun stuff. So there's no family feud, no press your luck, no uh, Matt Berry compilation, but everything else, which is just fun banter uh, at yeah. the beginning, which is awesome. If you just want to hear his it, banter, there's plenty of that. And then at the end, we did the uh, the coloring contest for oh, the Church of Friendo's uh, coloring contest. Uh, and that's going to be in there, too. So uh, be sure to sub to the new channel. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff with that. A lot of odds and ends, little edited moments, stuff that the algorithm doesn't like here at the the podcast channel. We're going to put over there at the new one. So be sure to sub to that. It's in the description below. Uh, check that out on yes, the please. YouTube. Plenty of yes, stuff please. is going to happen over there in the new year. This week uh, and next week, uh, we're going to be going Mondays through Wednesdays. And then Thursdays and Fridays, uh, no live streaming However, we will still be uploading content to YouTube and in the audio realm because we yes, always yes. do a Friday show. <clears throat>
3: yeah, and uh, that will continue.
2: And so that's going to be uh, this week. We're doing a going in raw view of
4: SummerSlam 2005. SummerSlam I get 2005. Get that
2: this week, yeah. <laughs> what did Eddie say to before Dom? Uh, I'm your new daddy. Essay. Yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. And then. Um, Next week, we got Friendo
4: Awards, and then we'll have yes. our predictions for 2022. That is correct.
2: Absolutely. Uh, we did do a Friendo Club TV uh, episode, bonus episode. We're going to rebrand that with the YouTube channel, is Friendo Club TV. I don't know. We got too many things going on. Uh, but our bonus episode, or the podcast of Friendo Club TV, uh, we had the early returns on the friendo club award i'm sorry friendo awards
4: it ended up pretty much just going through uh going in wrong moment of the year and laughing and, and, and reminiscing and laughing about said moments yeah that's that's kind of what i'm it turned into
2: that's a revelation by the way having other people tell us what they liked about us best this year was <laughs> it's like great uh, a lot of people love when you express anger apparently larson how do you yeah, feel that seems that? to be the case how, how do you feel about
4: about in the last two years, that, that seems to be the case. This this year, there was that DQ at Money of the Bank between Rhea Ripley and, and Charlotte Flair, and then last year, uh, of course, it was Money of the Bank when AJ Styles should have won it, mm-hmm. didn't?
2: Oh yeah, Otis, I got Otis right here. Otis and lost me lost my mind then too. Yeah, boy, that was that was a boy, that was a troll in the WWE's part for you. Um, so uh, so yeah, that's what's happening this week and next because of the holidays, and then. Starting the beginning, we're going to do a watch along for day one uh, on day one of 2022. Uh, So uh, we'll be back for that. And that should be fun. And then I guess probably the next day we'll do uh, the actual review of it. Um, So, yeah, that's that's the deal. Uh, A couple bits of news from the weekend. This this first one's kind of interesting. I'm really interested to get your thoughts on it because I'm still not entirely sure what it's all about. What's going on? There's some sort of growing tribalism between dab and IW.
4: Uh, Yeah, I guess maybe. Um, with all the talk recently of, uh, of course, various free agents going to various companies, Andrew Zarian tweeted that there are uh, some talents in both WB and AEW who claim they would never, never sign with the competition. This what? is what Andrew Zarian had to say, quote, there seems to be a divide happening between talent. Both companies spoke to multiple sources yesterday, and they feel like many uh, would not go the other side if there is an opportunity. Either you are Team WB or Team AEW for many. He continues. A few weeks ago, I had mentioned that both sides feel in full competition with each other. Many are Team WB or Team AEW at this point. Some may say this is full tribalism. Um, yeah, What's like your, I wouldn't what's your be, take on that? I wouldn't be surprised if there are some people who are very loyal to their respective companies but i would think a vast majority of people like okay where's the best opportunity for me yeah you know like i would get like darby allen he in the in 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 the past he has said some pretty scathing things about wwe yeah i would be pretty surprised if he ended up there some juncture because of the things he said now i know five years from now he may soften on his stance um and, and and end up there maybe i don't know but you know, I, I, again, I feel like there's maybe a small number at each company who are very loyal to said company. But by and large, wrestlers look at the wrestling industry as business and they're going to do what's best for themselves. Wouldn't it benefit you to be like,
2: hey, WWE, I like you guys are fine. You guys are good. You guys treat me well, but I could leave at any time. Well, not any time. Once my contract's done, I'm going to be looking around a lot. So you'd be on yep. best behavior. Wouldn't it benefit them to be like, man, just remember, that Leverage. leverage. I mean, look, I've I've seen this. I've seen this play out to a different degree in the real world when companies will try to like act like they're your family. Oh, you know, like oh, we're all in this together. No, you're paying me to do a job. That's what you're doing. Um, it's kind of interesting. I think it's great to take pride in the place that you work at, though. If they treat you really well, like I don't know, who, who do you think's on this list? Let's 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 out the people who are pro WWE. <laughs> like Seth Rollins right it's, it's just this You'd is just about Seth Rollins
4: <laughs> like I think like you know but if, if 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 Randy Orton hadn't talked about wrestling Sammy Guevara not that long ago I would have thought Randy Orton would be on this list you know yeah Randy's really around, talking about he? AEW yeah. I know I know yeah. so that's why I mean I think I think there's probably a select few people uh that that might be pretty loyal to the respective companies but is it you know, like half the roster or more on each on each brand. I'd be doubtful of that. Yeah. And here's the thing, and yeah. I, I I would I would imagine as a situation where it's not like I'm in a AEW because I'm an AEW, I'm Team AEW. It might be a situation where they literally just look at, at both companies and say AEW is the best fit for how I want to build my brand, and therefore I'm going to stay there. You know? Yeah.
2: It's funny because you know the 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 instances of people not being happy are echoed a lot louder. Than people who are happy. You know what I mean? Like, I, you don't get a lot of backstage reports. Oh, Drew McIntyre was in the locker room. Ecstatic over being in WWE. Huge headline. Drew McIntyre so happy in WWE. He probably is. He probably yeah. loves being there because they treat him like a million bucks. And to be honest, probably a lot of people you see on TV in WWE that are incredibly happy with the opportunities they give them to be there. It's just you don't they don't really get a lot of like play. It's not really sexy headlines to say, Oh, Carmilla loves being in WWE and would never see herself leaving there because she likes being there. I'm just throwing her name out there as an example. Um, so uh, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. There's probably like a couple people in WWE who are like I mean, Seth Rollins is always the reason I point him out is because he's always towed the line. He yeah. has always defended the company like with full force. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like you said, there's probably some people in AEW, like you mentioned, Darby Allen's a great example. Um, and, uh, and a couple others there who were like, you know, super into being in AEW, partially maybe because they realize if they were to go to WWE, like orange Cassidy, you think WWE is going to let him be orange Cassidy and do that stuff? No, 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 of course no. not. He is no 24 seven division. Yeah, and he wouldn't even be him. he wouldn't even be the Orange Cassidy we know. WWE nope. that, that's not a main roster thing right there. It's not even an NXT thing. It's not even a 2.0 thing. Um so I this that's kind of interesting though. It's always interesting to get some sort of read on what the atmosphere is like in locker rooms. Totally. totally. Um but uh but yeah, I think you know, if you're if you're if you're team WWE or team AEW, should hopefully you are very happy with where you're working because you got to go there. However many days a week they're mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's good to feel pride with
4: the uh, with with what you're representing. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to see Stone Cold at WrestleMania, Steve?
3: Hell yeah! I seen him in all those commercials for WrestleMania because we're in Dallas, and I'm yeah, from Texas. Dallas.
4: Yeah, he's a Texas rattlesnake, so I guess it'd stand to reason that they that WWE would try to get Stone Cold at WrestleMania. Uh, votes is saying the same thing. Quote, talked to a few different sources this week and and heard the same thing. WWE is very interested in having Steve Austin as part of WrestleMania this year in Dallas. Not in a wrestling role, but a meaningful part of the event outside of just appearing up to creative at this point. Ooh, it was just his birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Happy me. Happy birthday. It's I'm another
3: cold. year old. Er.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. What role would you like to see? Oh, like have a host WrestleMania
4: or something. We I'm your some host today.
2: Horse,
3: it's a black tie affair. Show. Got myself a top hat.
4: Oh, with a monocle. Stone Cold, you're gonna wear a monocle.
2: I'm not Mr. Monopoly, you dumb son of a bitch. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Mr. Monopoly doesn't have a monocle.
4: Oh, you're thinking Mr. Peanut?
2: Isn't that weird? Everybody thinks. Oh my God! Oh my hand is blown.
4: Does does it does it Julius Pringle have a monocle?
2: Uh, has anybody seen Julius Pringle and, uh, the Mr. Peanut guy in the same room together? Ooh. Are they just the no, same t- gimmick? Uh, you're gimmick t- infringement.
3: Peanuts you're, you're- and
2: chips. Getting it on
3: together.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Julius Pringle does not have.
3: <laughs> what? 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 Oh my God. That mealy mouse son of a bitch but doesn't have a does. monocle. Why don't they Mr. wear glasses <laughs> and just poke one of the lenses at? Imagine having to squint your eye, keeping a monocle in your dumb eye.
4: Seems like a pain in the ass, doesn't it, Stone Cold?
2: Well, you want to see Stone Cold do? Drop well, number one, he's going to drop some stunners on people. Yeah, have him be host. Yeah, um, yeah, put him in a match. One more match for Steve Austin. Have him guest ref a match, maybe. Enforcer, special enforcer. Ah, for Roman Brock. Ooh. Last time they did that, it was Brock Goldberg. <laughs> and I they know. both ended up getting stunners at the well, that
3: end.
4: Didn't, that didn't go out. That didn't go very well. That didn't go very well at all. No, it did no. not. Yeah. No, it did not. You know, Stone Cold seems very picky about his wrestling appearances these yeah, days. Absolutely. You know, he doesn't show up on Raw every other week. Nope. Um, Last so. time he did, he seemed to not particularly enjoy what he was doing.
0: Yeah, was
2: like he was like, "Oh man, I have you know some ideas," and Vince just wanted me to go out and it was the empty arena thing, mm-hmm. and he had to go out there and just be on the mic for ten minutes, and he was
4: like,
3: "Yeah, I
2: was dying that whole time. I was like, Vince, we should do something else," and he was like, eh-,
3: eh.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah." I, I think that'd be tough out there on the mic for ten minutes with no audience. Yeah, I don't care who you are, man. That's tough. That's tough. That is tough.
1: You can host the best backyard barbecue
5: in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A N G I dot com.
2: Get this. Over the weekend, Sammy Guevara announced that he and his fiance Pam had broken up. Now, if you remember, they had gotten engaged like he popped the question in the middle of an AEW ring. Uh, and so this is a sad thing, but I guess it's, you know, it's happy for them to move on and not be unhappy together. He says, and somehow a bunch of people on the internet blamed Ty Conti for their split and Ty subsequently deactivated her Twitter account. So, uh, sort of the backstory of this is like, I guess people were speculating because of events that was going on in Sammy's vlog that they, uh, had some sort of relationship. Uh, and, uh, and you know, people, the, the, the rumor and speculation kind of thing was going on uh so sammy took to twitter to post the following statement this shouldn't have to be said but my relationship with pam ending had nothing to do with anyone else pam and i broke up back in october and just now felt was the time to make publicly known so please stop pointing fingers and looking for somebody to blame ty's management posted on her instagram this is ty's management team writing to let you know ty is doing good but we'll be stepping away from social media for a couple days in the meantime we'll be posting on ty's behalf throughout the week this includes normal posts as well as some sponsored posts that we already have recorded earlier in the month that must be posted this week. Thank you for for reading. Happy holidays from Ty and her management team. Um, the the internet to be chock full of assholes. Yep. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's not a lot you could do. But in my in my personal opinion, that ain't never gonna change. Uh, you, you get rid of one, and fifty more spring up because you got rid of one. Um, and this is absolutely unfortunate. Uh, unfortunately, it's also not terribly surprising because, like I said, Twitter and social media in general can be an absolute cesspool. Um, there are definitely some positives about it, but in the end, if it's doing any harm to your mental health... Step away. Step yeah. away. I mean, if step especially away. in this situation, I'm surprised more people don't do this, hire people to manage their social media. I know plenty mm-hmm. of people, I think, do... But it does sort of surprise me that more people don't just sort of, you know, give their account to some sort of publicist team and uh, and 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 have them moderate their social media mm-hmm. um, because it, there's, there's so much ugliness out there. You know, yeah, there it's is. like you're re- I, I was keeping up kind of with some of this, like I don't you know, people's personal business is their business. And mm-hmm. exactly. And it's it's none of our business, but people like to make it their shit and it's like why 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 do you care why, do you, why does anybody i don't care? understand
4: it i don't get it i don't get it yeah don't get it
2: yeah it uh it's 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 a bummer but uh you know i i would speculate that ty is probably be a lot happier not dealing with this shit and sometimes i understand you might feel like you're being left out of a certain conversation that's happening on social media because i think that's that's one reason why a lot of people engage especially these days when sometimes it's more difficult to go out and see people in person, yeah. This becomes a, you know, obviously a form of social media. <laughs> and so so you're part of a conversation, you're part of a community. And so it can suck to step away. Adam Pacini steps away from it. I forget his exact quote, but he was like this ad, this is an absolute cesspool of an app I'm stepping away from it. I'll yeah. blame him.
4: You know. No, not at all. I don't blame anybody for stepping away from Absolutely from not. If I video. ever felt
2: if I ever felt it was it was, you know, bug me, I just these days I go on 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 sprees of just muting and blocking people. Yeah. You know, it's like if I see because unfortunately the thing about Twitter, I'm sure there are probably apps out there where you can limit this kind of stuff, but it's like the app should be I, I, I follow who I follow and nothing else. Mm-hmm. But still some of the people I follow will hit the like button on certain tweets, which is within their right to do so. But it's shit that I don't want to see. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so then I have to mute that stuff. Sort of a pain in the ass, I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Maggie says, Steve, I volunteer to moderate your socials. Just know if you agree, I will probably cuss out people in the languages I know. Uh, Yeah. Done. Done. We'll do that. There we go. We'll do that. There we go.
4: Uh, oops, sorry. Here says that's what makes this community so awesome. You don't see that the friendoverse.
2: That is an excellent point, by the way. Because, and I don't mean to like, oh, it's uh, everything's great, but like, I am so often exposed to the backlash of things as opposed to the things themselves. And I, I do try to like curate my shit, but also just the friendoverse in general. Like, I follow several friendos here on on Twitter. Uh mm-hmm. and and there it's it's so they're always like super cool people, you know. It's like a it's a really good community we have here it that really doesn't that do I do like it, to I think know. doesn't engage in that kind of stuff. And when I see it, I'll either mute them or block them and they'll get the mm-hmm. message,
4: you know. Same. Same.
2: Um so yeah. I mean you gotta be careful with that stuff. It's still we still don't exactly know what havoc social media plays with our brain cells, you know. Anyways. Speaking no. of playing
4: havoc with our brain cells, there's a raw. Oh, there's tonight. a raw tonight. Oh yeah, <laughs> Ooh, great segue there. At least they've announced some matches. I was kind of pessimistic when the first segments, first two segments announced were were talking bits. I'm like, oh gosh, is this will be another episode of Raw where it's seventy five percent talking? Uh, first segment announced Bobby Lashley to speak about creating the Fatal Four Way match at WWE Day One. Oh yeah? He didn't exactly created. He just earned his way into it
2: um well you know it's tomato tomato i think he it was a. it was a triple threat he stepped forward said i want in this i want to create it as a fatal four-way i want to recreate it <laughs> as a fatal four-way and they came in and said you you will we'll allow you to recreate it fight fight these guys and then he did it so yeah i'm okay with that i'm okay with that. i'm not gonna tell I'm not going to tell Bobby the Almighty. No, Bobby I wouldn't. Lashley. I wouldn't
4: tell. I, but I also think I don't. I also don't think Bobby Lashley wrote this particular headline. So I'm going to Social media's Larson says or, uh, dot com that you're wrong. I'm not going to tell Bobby Lashley wrong. It's good. I don't think he wrote this.
2: Wow, Larson says you allow other people to do your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> then the, the, Larson's management team is now taking over his social
4: media. Yes, exactly. I'm taking a am stepping away from social media. <laughs> it's just Kaufman.
2: He starts tweeting out endlessly about a sports podcast. What's exactly. this what, what's his podcast called? Uh
4: Beards and Balls, I believe. Shout out to Beards and Balls. Beards and Balls. I was on there. That was great fun. Yeah, man. You should get on there too.
2: I ain't got a beard. If you ever invite I can't. I apparently That's I true. can't I don't have a beard. You're disqualified. I don't even I don't even I don't really like sports all that much. You know I like basketball? I like basketball, but I don't really keep up with it all that much. From what I understand, sports is just—it's all ridden with COVID these days. Yeah, it is. You know, it's bad. So, uh, but no, I—we I, beat the Spurs last night. That's cool. Sacramento Kings did. My dad, and oh my the niece Kings did,
4: yeah, got to go, yeah. Oh, well, that's cool. So that was neat. That's fun.
2: Uh, uh, edge, uh, welcome yeah, special go. guest Maurice to the Cutting Edge. So now he—this is all being played out in talk shows.
4: The shoe is on the other foot now, so to speak. Yeah, Edge. Yes.
2: is the Cutting Edge. Maurice will be going on there to defend the honor of her husband.
4: That yeah. is. Uh, Bianca Belair do drop score off for another powerhouse showdown. Number three. Uh, That's cool. I mean, the first two matches have been pretty solid, so hopefully the third one will follow suit. Yeah, they've got really
2: excellent chemistry in the ring. They do. They so do. I'm fine with this. This is going to be like a modern-day Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus Mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. still a modern day Drew McIntyre
4: shame. Well, th- which itself. is kind of a modern day Sheamus versus Cesaro. Yeah, oh, there you go.
2: Yeah. Um and then Austin Theory will oh lord, Austin Theory will put so Vince is going to be there. Yeah. He, he has a match against uh, Finn Balor where he's going to put all that Vince McMahon training to use. Is he going to try to use a pencil eraser on him? Is he going to
4: try to is he going to try to erase Finn's abs to make his his, his core less strong or something? Oh, man. Can I use a pencil to make abs in that case? <laughs> Is there you that go.
2: possible? There you go. I'm going to try that a little bit later. I got this permanent <laughs> marker right here. Oh, wow. Draw some abs on this <laughs> big old tummy of mine. <laughs> big tummy. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be uh, uh, with you guys tomorrow for our yes. raw review uh, at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on the Twitch uh, Yeah, I want to see if we have any new patrons. Oh, great idea. If you're interested in listening to Going In Raw, ad-free in the audio realm, in the audio realm specifically, you can do that on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. $5 a month mm-hmm. gets you the show. You can get the, the bonus episodes we do and the show itself ad-free as long as you can import an RSS feed into uh, your favorite podcast app, whatever podcast app you use, I from what I understand they don't do it on Spotify, so unfortunately you can't do it there. But if you use like uh, uh, Castbox, Apple Podcasts, or some of the other ones that we uh, b- 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 Stitcher, I think maybe probably does yeah, yeah yeah yeah, um, I think we're on Stitcher yeah yeah, and then uh, and then yeah, so you can get it there ad free. You know, we've been blessed by our management team to secure uh, our own bag in the form of ads. And, mm-hmm. uh, but we understand that might not be for everybody. Uh, a couple new friendos here. Kenneth, Kenneth Tabili, Chavon, Michael Thau, or Thau, uh, Lertnam George, uh, Anthony Fish, Self-Willed Soul, and Ryan Gorman. Thank you very thank much you for your so support. Much. Thank we you, thank you, thank appreciate you. appreciate it. Yeah. Why thank don't you. we uh, dig into some of the questions we got here on the Sure, tour. sure. Why don't we?
4: Let's do that. Uh, Ford age to better utilize the amount of talent and use the fact of their full potential. Could AEW finally introduce the trios title in 2022? Also, who would you have when it first? Happy holidays. So I believe Tony Khan has talked about the possibility of trios title.
2: The downside of it is that are there any trios titles in wrestling you can think of? That are really ever used in a way that doesn't just make it seem like there's too many titles. Like New Japan literally has the junior tag titles, the the, the heavyweight tag titles. And on top of that, they have the never titles, which have the never uh, uh, tri- uh, trios titles, which have like a 50% turnover. Yeah. Which are never really used. For much, I think, do House of, do you know, does House of Torture have the those titles still? I think so. It's like if there's a low, if there's like a faction we're trying to make seem like they're
4: good, but we
2: rather put the titles on everybody else, then we'll give them the trios titles and maybe so, people will care. here
4: in chat, uh, Bear Winning says A. They
2: literally only have two of them. Like, last time okay. they came out, only two people had, like, it was it was the trios. Yeah, but then only two they titles there. And they lost one yeah. of the titles.
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, both White Brownie and Freedom K- uh, KME says uh, in Stardom. Trio's titles there. Oh,
2: okay. That can be com- entirely possible. I sadly don't have the time to watch Stardom. I do want to check out their latest show, though. Yes. Because um, uh, it's been getting uh, pretty rave reviews. Um, so, you know what, man? If they can, if they can really do something with the titles. I would kind of, I'll be honest, I'd kind of prefer and I don't I have no idea how they would really do this but like a faction title.
4: That's what I was going to say too. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I mean, does anybody in chat know if there's been like a faction titles before? How many would you do? Like I like, am like what what would be the situation here? But given that AEW is so big into factions, it'd be kind of cool if they could come up with some interesting ideas who's top faction right be oh yeah cool.
4: agreed agreed yeah. and you can have whole uh, uh stipulation matches yeah but uh, using that uh kobe uh says four years ago i asked what is your favorite pyro entrance and you said the deadlies because it scared the crap out of you i said it was the Dudley's because it scared 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 the crap out of steve is that still your favorite favorite pyro intro favorite pyro intro oh bear winnings Triple a's atomic championship was a faction title what? Four plus people. That sounds awesome. That does sound pretty cool. That sounds great.
2: Oh, favorite pyro Homer has it Kane.
4: Oh, I thought you were going to say Cody.
2: <sighs> mm, no, I can't even think of his now. He's I a bunch of pyro. He's got the best entrance. Cody does? Yeah. It's his own. <laughs> Out of everybody in the company, he's got, I mean, here's the thing, dude, look, it's, it's Cody, you can't say the guy doesn't have the best entrance in AEW. You can't.
3: He think I think, he I think, has his I think own Malachi elevator. would
4: if he could somehow sit and then levitate the stand up rather than just stand up like like you or I would.
2: That's sort of the thing about Malachi though is that he sort of took Cody's entrance. You know, it's like he's like, hey, he had his he had his feud with Cody, and part of that was he got the center entrance. Malachi doesn't get a center entrance.
4: Yeah, he does. I don't think he does. He gets. Yeah. He gets. A, he's a tunnel. He goes through one, There's. A there, was, there was. There was a spell of time. Maybe it was
2: during the, the the thing with Cody. He totally had a center entrance. Mm. Yeah. Um. Maybe he stopped that since then. But uh. But no. For a spell, he totally had a center entrance. It might have been when Cody was gone and he took it over or something. I don't know what it was. But uh. But yeah. No. Cody's got the. He's got the elevator and the smoke and you hear a dude say that his family's great. Um. And then he's got that great theme song. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great entrance.
4: Telling you if, if Malachi had a little platform he could levitate on to stand up, that'd be top entrance. I don't disagree with that. Uh, so then uh, he have supernatural powers.
2: Remember, God, you remember these days, Bobby Roode's uh, original entrance, how he was on that platform way up in the
4: sky. Yeah, yeah. He made oh, his debut in NXT. Yes. It was so good. It was so good. Oh, how flights so go good. down, they come back up, and he's twenty feet in the air. Uh, White Brownie awesome. has some ratings for us. SmackDown, two point three million to .52. Rampage went up. Five seven five seventy one with a .23. Whoa! That's a huge number for Rampage. That's, that's a, a that's massive a, a number. a good jump. That's almost up a 100,000, right? From last week. Something like that. That's great. That's really that's great. good. Good for that. SmackDown was up, too. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Metacon says, To Steve here and Lars and all the friendos, Whatever you celebrate enjoy, be safe. And for all that's holy, Can we have DC programming on WWE? Well, hey, man, there, uh, yeah. there's only two talking segments announced for Raw tonight, so maybe we'll get that.
2: Um, yeah, we'll see how many more they can write between now and then,
4: huh? It's true. Uh, Dirty Rich picks on besides Brock. That's an actual possibility to take the title off Roman. I still think Edge is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is possible. Roman's never beat him clean one-on-one. I would say
2: you said edge. Yeah, I would say Sinister Steel has what I was gonna say here, Drew. Um, I don't know if the person who takes it off Roman is gonna be a yeah, like a Gable, uh, Gabe. What's his name? Gable Stevenson, mm-hmm. Gable or Gabe? Gable, Gable, Gabe. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe?
4: Gable. Gabe. Sorry, yeah, Gable. Sorry, Gable. Gable. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure
2: people come Gabe for short,
4: but Gable, Stevenson. Yes. Yes,
2: I don't know if it's going to be like him, like a him type guy. I don't. There's nobody in 2.0 that I could see them doing that with. I mean, maybe Braun, but other than that, I, there's nobody there. Um, in which case it'd be like, what about Gable Steveson? They 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 build him his own facility to train to be a pro wrestler. That
4: says a lot. Yeah, they got high hopes for that
2: guy. He's you know Olympic uh, winner guy. Um, If he has the charisma aspect of it, which I've heard, I've never really seen much with him, but some people said he's got that. If he can be a Kurt Angle guy, then maybe Mm -hmm. he, maybe that's the plan. Maybe it's him. That could be,
4: but that's a ways away. That's probably
2: at least a a year and a half, two years away. That is a long time away. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're like, hey, there's nothing we could do to not make this stale in the meantime, The way they booked Drew McIntyre on SmackDown, they're keeping him away from Roman right now, and maybe that's just they want him, that you're going to build him up to be the next guy Roman takes down. But I could also see him getting that because of just how big. Drew did a relatively good job with bad creative and an empty PC. Yeah. Drew did everything anybody could ask out of a face champion. Mm -hmm. And then they, they took it away from him before fans were able to come back. Maybe they look at him and be like, hey, Give him over to to Heyman, let him tell a story, and that reaction could be absolutely massive. Oh, absolutely. I I really think it could be. Yeah. Him or
4: Bobby Roode? Roode. Glorious. Uh, Nikhil, power rank top three Christmas segments of WWE you would recommend a friendo to watch. Uh, Didn't Stone Cold stun Santa once? Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah, he did.
2: Um, we have to do three Christmas segments. Mm-hmm. Ugh. The mankind was probably, or Foley was probably. Yeah, Santa he's been clothes. he's been Santa before. Yeah. So there's one. Miracle and on, has there been a decent Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight? I think so. What was the one? With, that wasn't no? What was the one? That was just Symphony of Destruction. Oh. The, remember the Elias Jeff? I, this is I don't think it's a Christmas one. No, Elias I, it was Jeff Elias Hardy.
4: was was in a, a, a Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street fight though. No, he
2: totally was. We were there for that. But that Symphony of Destruction with Jeff Hardy was out of this world. Yeah. (laughs) That was such an underrated match. That finished the 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 Swanton
4: where he like busted his neck on the steps. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. Uh you got some uh ideas here. White Brownie says Randy Orton versus David Otunga, Christmas street fight. <laughs> uh, Don Wagner has it. The McMahon speech from a few years ago, 2018.
2: Oh gosh. The McMahon shake up We're shaking up. We're gonna give you.
3: We're gonna spend the next. It's not gonna happen immediately. In fact, it's never gonna happen. We're gonna give yeah, it's you. Never
2: gonna happen. Everything you want in your professional wrestling. No, you're not. You're gonna. They didn't do it. No, Oh my gosh.
4: They didn't do it. Uh, Greg Morris. Is it too little, too late for Ali? So uh, that was another kind
2: of story I read about this past weekend. Um, he asked to, to take some time off for paternity leave, mm-hmm. which is great. And uh, they let him go a little bit earlier than he had asked for. And then uh, they haven't brought him back. Apparently, he's ready to go. and They just were like, yeah, no, stay at home for now. You're good. So they haven't found something for him to do. Um, he is
4: great. He is awesome. Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. Uh,
2: hopefully, they use him a lot in 2022 because everything he does is awesome.
4: Yeah, he's one of the best all-around wrestlers they have on their roster. Mm-hmm. In terms of being able to do everything well, mm-hmm. and the fact that he hasn't been used in 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 a, a prominent position on a consistent basis is is a bummer. But I, because I, he's really good,
2: I'll be honest with you. I never think there's there's very few people that I think, oh, it's too little, too late for this person. Uh, a guy like Mustafa Ali, if, it, honestly, if if they gave him the kind of creative, he could be the guy to take it off Roman. Absolutely. I think he would be huge. Yeah. But I don't think the WWE sees him in that role, which
4: is sad because he's great. Yeah. Yeah. He could be a massive star for them if, if they actually got some good creative behind him. He could be absolutely massive. And I say
2: that even though, like I even think from a personality character standpoint, he's that guy. Yeah. You know, like I yeah. like there's somebody like Ricochet I I'll have to like I, I've never really seen it in terms of character personality with Ricochet. In ring, a hundred thousand percent, absolutely. Mm. Mustafa Ali, I think he's got everything in the ring he and does. more. He's plus, got the everything across stuff. the
4: board. Yeah. Across yeah. the board. Uh Sean Lathrop says with Sue and Statlander joining Chaos, what women from AEW or Impact should join the other New Japan factions? Who would join uh Los Ingobernables?
2: I'm having a hard time with this one.
4: Yeah, I know. Thinking about because my understanding is is L I J. Okay, Maggie says says her. Maggie. She she, she oh, says her her. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm,
2: I'm I'm for that. Oh.
4: Uh, Bazooki Goon says Thunderosa. That's a good answer. That's a good answer.
2: I, I, my, my mind is drawing a blank right now. It'd be fun to see uh, Abaddon mm. <laughs> Just to see their reactions. Yeah, no. Just to see their
4: reactions. That's true. Oh,
2: White Brownie, Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader for L.A., that'd be rad. Or Bullet who, Club. Uh, yeah, who, I was going to say, who would join Bullet Club? Or Suzuki. Yeah, Jamie Hader kind of would be great for any of those factions. Yeah. Except for, like, Taguchi, Japan. Abaddon and Takuchi Japan. that will be good. I got to look at their roster. This question's bugging me. Ask another question. and then Sure,
4: sure, sure. Uh, Tony Terrific. Is there any way you guys can power rank the best Roman Reigns matches of this current Universal title reign? He's had a lot of good ones. He's had his match against Daniel Bryan on SmackDown where he, he sent Daniel or Brian Daniels said packing for WB was fantastic. Yeah, that was really good. He had two really good matches against Jey Uso. Those were both really good. Yeah, um, I thought his match against Edge at at a uh, Money in the bank was really good. You know, I'd the love mania to see, match was good.
2: You know, I love to see an Lij from they're not with AW anymore. Quick stint, Mackie Ito. Mm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. I'd like to see that. That's a good answer. Uh, yeah, Roman. He's had a bunch of good matches. I'd say. Uh, so wait the the question
4: is in his current. Just during his current range. So yeah, a couple people mentioned his match against Kevin Owens. There were some good matches there.
2: Honestly, probably that first one against Jay. Yeah. There was so was was that um was that a Hell in a Cell match? No, it was Clash no. of Champions. I think they had their first okay. match in 2020 damn it that first one with jay that was heartbreaking that was like yeah that was really good so good it was so And hell
4: that was really good there's a lot of good matches yeah
2: yeah all that stuff with jay i thought that unfortunately the kevin owens last man standing that was on the road to being a great match that finish was a little the finish was terrible they just you know it was it was they didn't practice enough or something Mm
4: -mm. but that was a
2: terrific match
4: that was really good joel hartman hey steven larson today is my birthday well happy birthday, Happy birthday Uh, my question is, trade one wrestler from AEW to WWE to NWA and to WOW. Thanks, Rendo. So you got to trade one wrestler. So you have a four-way trade. AEW, National Wrestling Alliance, and WOW. Okay, AEW to WWE. So it's a four-way deal. Everybody gets somebody. Yeah. And then WOW, somebody from WOW has to go to AEW, right? Well, you can range it however you want.
2: Well, I'm just going to do it like this because it's easiest. I'm All gonna right. say uh AW gets uh uh AJ Lee. Okay. I don't know who else I mean besides Tessa. I don't know who else is in Yeah. WoW yeah. right now. Yeah. So AJ, AW gets AJ Lee. Um NWA I'd send uh, uh the hex Oh. uh, uh Allison K and Marty Bell to mm-hmm. WoW mm-hmm. uh from NWA. NWA gets from WWE, uh, Drew Gulak. Because I think he'd do great in NWA NWA. I never get to see him. I never get to see him in WWE. That's true. That's uh, true. AEW to WWE, I would do. I'd send Darby Allen to NXT 2.0. <laughs> you know, face the music, son. uh let's see here. Oh, that was a good one. All along long. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't uh you didn't oh, do Oh, sorry. Yours. I was doing yeah. some
4: I was doing some research. Here. I'm on the the Women of Wrestling uh website. I don't know how up to date this roster is. They have a, a wrestler named Nikki Krampus. <laughs> that's great. So we'll 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 have Nikki Krampus go into uh, NXT 2.0. Oh, that's good. That's the yeah, It's a character. That's good. That's what I'm thinking. Um, the hex is good. I'd send the hex to W. Oh, I already sent Krampus. I can't do that. The hex to AEW. Um, man, who'd you send to to Women of Wrestling?
2: I sent the hex from NWA. Oh, all right. Hex and fucking AEW be rad. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, how about from who do you need? What do you um, need I'll, still? Send,
4: I'll send Serena Deep to NWA because then she could still work with AEW. I mean, she was the NWA women's champion for, for a spell. And then, so, like I said, someone from WWE to Women of Wrestling, WWE from WWE to uh, Women of Wrestling.
2: Yeah, um, Toxic so. Attraction. Okay, sure. Perfect perfect. Sure. And Cora Jade can uh, can win the the loser leaves town match. Yeah, that's good stuff.
0: Uh, uh, Al go Al
2: Long the Watchtower says Merry Christmas. Who in AEW and WWE you think would be the best Secret Santa giver? I'm gonna go with Baron. Interesting. I'd be a happy Corbin. Uh, and I'd say out of character, clearly. Uh, yeah, out of character. I think he's probably a great gift gifter. He would probably give you some awesome like barbecuing device, or just like some really great cuts of meat. Yeah. Prime.
4: Prime. Prime. Cuts not utility. Not, not canner. Not canner. Not not canner. canner.
2: Prime. Prime.
4: Uh, something tells me Adam Cole is, is a good, thoughtful gift giver. Yeah, and give you some retro He's, console. He seems like a very sincere, thoughtful individual. He's like, here, man.
2: You have an original Nintendo Entertainment System.
4: <sighs> you blow the dust off and in your face. <laughs> makes you sneeze. But still, it's a very thoughtful gift. If he knows you're into video games, it'd be great.
2: He doesn't. This is what he gives everybody. Oh, all
4: right. Because <laughs> well, he thinks so that it's
2: a... the universal joy that, that
4: retro gaming gives you. Uh, Pink Frost, the sub. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I think this is Stephen M. It says, book a holiday theme, Royal Rumble, using both wrestling and other Christmas characters. Who goes over? oh, by the way maybe my amateur MMA debut on Saturday won via ground and pound in the second round. My face very much hurts. This is in fact Stephen Emble, congratulations hey, on getting that W.
2: Steven, I miss his match chat. We don't do match chat. Yeah. Oh, that's so great, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's so cool. Oh, Work he cover. says his Holidays. face hurts. You know what that means though? It means he took some shots, he ate a punch and ate didn't a punch. go down. And and stood up like a man. Right, let's, let's book let's book a ten, a ten person there, oh
4: a ten person holiday theme Royal Rumble using wrestling and other Christmas characters. Oh man, Stephen M is my number one Stephen Mann is my go. number one pick. There you go. Give him the MMA gimmick. Um
2: well other Christmas characters, you gotta put and just just for the sake of this, diehard's
4: John McClane. John McClane, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a Christmas movie, so yeah, why wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, 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 Arnold's character in Jingle All the Way. That's great. Max
2: Shrek from Batman Returns, Christopher Walken's character. Uh, uh,
4: I guess Santa with muscles. Oh, that's good. That's good. Bad Santa, Billy Bob Thornton's
2: character from Bad Santa.
4: Uh, Mick Foley has dressed up as Santa. Put him in there. True. Goldberg as Santa. Put him in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: good. Yeah, I, now I lost, there's like lost a count new. Of how many? The Die Hard Homer here says Martin Riggs. Now there's a new groundswell of support for Lethal Weapon being on par with Die Hard as a Christmas movie.
4: I mean, honestly, I don't remember Christmas being important to the plot of Lethal Weapon, but I'll double check on that. I have not watched the movie in probably it's 20 been a very years, long time, so I don't know.
2: Um, but uh, but yeah. Um. And then who goes over? I mean, Goldberg's not going to. Well, Hogan. It'd be. Wait, wasn't wait? Who was Santa with muscles? It was Hogan. Hogan. It's Hogan. Hogan wins. Unless he decides to put Goldberg over, which he did before. Uh, This is good. Uh, White brownie. We'll end on this one. Come next year, what sort of changes do you hope to see from both AEW and WWE from Visca Man. Sorry, which one was it? Uh, White Brownie asked, uh, next year, what sort of changes do you hope to see from both AEW and WWE?
4: Ah. Well, you think about that. I looked just on Wikipedia. If Christmas appeared anywhere in the plot summary for Lethal Weapon, it does at the very end, when 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 Martin Riggs goes to to Murtaugh's house for Christmas Christmas dinner. Hmm. Yeah. That seems suspect.
2: Like I get the arguments for Die Hard. I get the arguments. I don't personally agree with it, but I get it. That sounds thin. Say the least. Yeah, um, yeah. What do I want to see from AEW and WWE? From AEW, I want them to push Will Hobbs to the moon. Push him, yeah. push him, and push Ricky Starks. Push yes. them both to the moon. Agreed.
0: I want to see 100%. more than one
2: women's match per episode of whatever they're doing. Yeah, uh, that'd be good. Agreed. Again. Uh, I'd like. You know what I'd like to see? Here's a silly one from AEW. I, AEW. I'm going to talk to Tony directly. TK. Dr. Camera, Steve. My dude. All right. Dark and Elevation need a title. I'd like to see that exclusive title, and whoever wins it gets an opportunity to move up. They like their rankings, so have rankings for Dark and Elevation and make it kind of more of its own thing, not just getting getting reps is great. Building up uh, building up uh, uh, records is fine for people on Dynamite. I get that. But also maybe create a division where uh, once somebody is done just doing squashes, move them into the division of the dark slash elevation title.
4: It's like how in the Premier League, if you do well enough, you yeah. stay in the Premier League. If yeah. you don't, you get bumped down to the league below it, kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. Imagine having a storyline of someone's on a losing streak and they're in danger of being bumped down to darker elevations.
2: Right? That could be kind of cool. That could be pretty neat. I'd be into I'd be into that.
4: That could be interesting. That'd be neat. That could be interesting. Uh, like, as like
2: far as- I'm, I'm thinking of 2.0, uh, NXT 2.0. I really want to see, and here, I guess here's sort of an answer. I want to see Solo Sokoa go on an absolute tear, yeah. where he is dominating 2.0 the way Roman dominates, and he forms his own bloodline group. And, you know, once Braun gets that title, they take it off Braun with Solo Sokoa. He's got his own bloodline. And then 2023, he debuts and steps to Roman.
4: Mm-hmm. Says, hey. Because you think you think the idea is that he, uh, that Solo is going to come to the main roster and they're going to join forces? Uh-uh. No. He says, nope. you, you treat
2: my brothers like shit. And then he debuts his own nobody's bitch shirt. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's what I want to say. Uh... I mean, there's a lot that we could that I want to see change on the main roster. I mean, as far as AEW, you, you named all the things I could think of. Yeah. Um, but as far as the main roster, there's a lot, There's arguably too many. Like, focus on wrestling. Make wrestling the focus of your show. I know WB wants to be an entertainment program, but you're getting away from what you are and why people started watching your programming in the first place, and it's because of wrestling. Don't st- don't treat wrestling on your TV like it's a secondary thing. That should be the focus of your show. The wrestling ring gives you a great opportunity to tell some interesting stories. And far too often, WB employs the strategy of uh, uh, tell, don't show. I want you to show us these stories instead of just having people on the mic talking. Show me. Tell stories in the ring. That's what I want to see. That's, like, the one, that's the thing I feel like AEW does way better in WB. generally speaking. Telling their stories in the ring as opposed to having a bunch of people standing around talking for 20 minutes.
2: I'd like them to accentuate the – I agree with you 100%. And instead of doing your standard, awkward, scripted, overly scripted backstage interview, accentuate it with stuff that we see on the dot com. When uh, King Woods won the King of the Ring thing, he had this awesome like three minute yeah. long bit that was genuine. It was, yeah, it was very
4: emotional, it was yeah. very
2: genuine. Very I want to see more like yep. more of them, just more of the characters being more human, more genuine. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. I want to see that. I know Bruce yeah. Pritchard doesn't think people want to see that, but I want to see that. I think guess what it,
4: Steve? Yeah, he's wrong. He's wrong. That's fiction. He's wrong.
2: Um, fiction. Yeah, more, more stuff like that. That's what I want to see. You know,
4: agreed. Thousand percent.
2: Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Diehard Homer has to let promos be like they were during Mania's rain delay. Mm-hmm. agreed Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Genuine, heartfelt, emotional. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyways, that's going to do it for us Thanks everybody for tuning in, we appreciate it Twitch chat, stick around, we'll hang out for a little bit Till next yeah. time, we'll talk to you later Goodbye
0: Angie's list is now Angie And we've heard a lot of theories about why
1: I thought it was an eco move